0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Jiro Podcast. I hope wherever you are, you are loving it. Um, we've got a very special international edition of the Jiro Podcast this week with our good friends Guthrie and Ryan from Curve. Hey gang. G'day mate. And joined as ever by the faithful Jamie Olsen and the reliant Danny Roberts-Clark. How's it Oaks? How's it Oaks? Uh, so obviously we've got Ryan and Gus from curve cycling uh in for the UK for the week it, they've come over only for the christmas party which is uh very exciting um and we just thought it'll be exactly no oh yeah how long does it take to make one of these things yeah like maybe it probably be after realistically it's probably going to come out next week uh, so, the Christmas party happened. It was bloody amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a fire outside. Yeah, there was the a year. fire. We had a fire outside. <laughs> the shirt you um, can see Gus wearing now on the video. It was actually burnt. It says d- alive. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, no, but obviously, you know, we've had a really great year together. And we thought, why not wrap up the year uh, and, and chat all things Curve? Um, yeah. So... I mean I don't think that we need any introductions but Ryan Flynn is a co-owner of Curve and Gus is the uh, expedition sensei expeditionist at the expeditionist you,
1: uh, at Curve these days Sorry am I supposed to do- yeah. I can't Hang on what do they call you at Curve
2: <laughs> Um oh, I think that's a bit loud let me check my mic distance
1: um, That's right ex- Expedition Expedition Specialist That's right Expedition Specialist yeah.
0: Exhibitionist <laughs> Exhibitionist ex- Exhibitionist. <laughs> Exhibitionist Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. oh Sorry what yeah. that mean? Sometimes um, So I mean we. I think we've got Quite a, a lot of cool things To talk about But I mean Maybe for listeners Who really don't Know anything about curve Right What's curve? Yeah good question um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: so glad you asked <laughs> 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 Uh t- what is Curve? It's an adventure cycling brand that specializes in metal bikes, titanium and steel. Founded in Melbourne almost 10 years ago.
0: 10 years ago. Would you believe?
1: Yeah. Yeah, started off in wheels and sort of exploring carbon fiber and, you know, sort of emerging technology. Um, I guess for a lot of cyclists, we are like, oh, what's the first thing you do? upgrade your your wheels usually get your new bike and you've been disappointed with the wheels that you've been given with this lovely bike and then um we're like well maybe there's something there that we can explore you know so it started off in wheels and jesse and steve were kind of collaborate collaborating on um researching a lot of new techniques in carbon fiber and then trying to build some really robust wheel sets to then take on these amazing races, like the Tour Divide, for example, which is like the gold standard of adventure racing, off-road, you know, from uh, crisscrossing the Continental Divide, from Banff all the way down to New Mexico. It's probably like the gold standard of, of ultras and there's this famous race, obviously it's watched by a lot of adventure um, enthusiasts and you know his, the story came out Mike calls on for a record-setting pace and um, jesse's there in his first ultra on our wheels i think it's the story goes like he got struck by lightning and he woke up and the lightning bolt had exited through the wheel and the tread of the tire who's this jesse jesse and <coughs> to this day he's terrified of lightning still yeah fair um yeah but the story came out of these indestructible wheels that podiumed on the tour divide because jesse's phoning a bike shop going, man i don't know what's happened i've just woken up my wheels (laughs) exploded i don't have a tire and he's like dude it's another 40ks down the roughest part of the tour divide we're just going to have to probably get you a new wheel. He's like, yeah, well, I'm just going to try and get there. It's 40 Ks. He's like, all right. He gets there and the mechanic goes, hasn't even delaminated. Huh. He just puts another tire on and Jesse podiums. Wow. And like the story came out, whether it's true or not, I'm pretty sure it's true because I, I, I've <laughs> never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it just became this thing like these indestructible wheels that these Australians from Melbourne are making and then the adventures got bigger and bigger and we were really wanting to explore um, different kind of geometry and um, different metals for making some really comfortable um, fun sort of bikes and it was in those early days where we were exploring with Steel and touring bikes, and you know the first grovel was made, and mm. the first bike, road bike, we made out of tie. Then Jesse wanted to go and race the Trans America, and then he won the Trans America, which is another big um, ultra, six thousand eight hundred k's across um, the United States. That's time, eh? okay. That's on road. All oh on yeah. road. Oh so yeah. hence the the road bike that we made for it, yes. which was the iconic Belgie, and um, yeah. So. There was a steel platform as well called the grovel um which was like the very early beginnings of our like touring but also our gravel model mm. and then yeah being like one of the first i guess one of the very first brands to actually make a specific gravel bike mm. which was probably laughed at and you know they're like what's a gravel bike you know we've got cyclocross bikes and we've got mountain bikes there isn't a great like doesn't exist Mm. and it was in those early days of where flat mount technology was coming out t47 bottom bracket designs you know doing away with all this press fit nonsense and gluing bbs into shells and yeah so this gravel bike came out and then a lot of mainstream brands started producing gravel bikes um, which was pretty cool validated the concept and you know kevin as we know now um was born and so was gravel Mm. so i guess those all these adventures and all these designs of bikes like we put on race to the rock you know each year uh, starts in a different location around australia it's an off-road adventure ultra sometimes it's four thousand k sometimes it's less um you race to uluru the big the big red center and we you know design bikes like the gravel monster cross Plus platform, you know, big three-inch tires, um, a sort of modernized drop bar 29er platform. You can carry like up to 50-odd kilos, loads of weight, much longer wheelbase, that kind of design. So just exploring different designs. And I guess Curve grew from being wheels and um, grew into an adventure cycling brand. Yeah. But I guess with an affordable premium kind of position. Yeah. With both tie and steel, and yeah I guess that's a long explanation as to what is curve it's yeah it's it's gone on to become I guess a very well regarded um,
0: brand in that space yeah it's and you, yeah, you know hugely respected in the you know in the psyche industry but also I think because the products are engineered not just for because the marketing team has said we need this yeah the products are engineered because they do a job and they might be for specific races and then they grow and grow and grow and uh, i mean we can talk about some of the races that you guys have not only put on but but done yes
1: yeah so so many adventures that we've been lucky to you know gus was riding around the world before he started working um with the mighty chevrons um you know he rode the first steel kev around the world through kyrgyzstan through mongolia you know all over the place you know taking yeah, photos and r-
0: Sorry. So for so for you know the listeners of previous podcasts we did the uh, we did a bit of a sort of like recap of danny and our enjoyment of the rhino run um which was basically your you know you were running the rhino run expedition that we were a part of oh, and we'll talk about we'll talk rhinos, about the race yeah, but yeah the touring, touring rhinos. rhinos um so guess i mean how long i know you've been riding in a couple of while but how long have you been now involved with curve uh as a you know working and running these expeditions um, well it's
2: yeah I mean I've been involved I suppose with Curve and um, I've known all of the guys and all of the team in, in Melbourne for quite a few years um, you know and through yeah just through like, I suppose the Melbourne scene um, through through our own adventures our own rides um, all this sort of all the sort of stuff that we've done over the years so
1: it's actually our six-year anniversary <laughs> yes, it's
2: uh, we the, we, we celebrate the two it. of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can see the, oh, really yeah, the two, two pieces that's of that's Lego, true. but
1: when you connect them, it forms a heart. Forms a heart, Or a, th- a three-way heart. Well, night. That, uh, yeah, 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 but that's a that's a whole other story. That's, that's, that's the, another yeah, relationship. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah, yeah. this is a children's <laughs> show. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so
2: six years, six years since since sort of where yeah, Ryan and I first met. And yeah, over many years, we've, I suppose, yeah, we've become, you know, very good mates and we've done lots of adventures, I suppose, all over the place, all over the world now, but... We had this idea to, and it sort of, it was stemmed from at the time when I was last here, three years ago, when I was sort of making my way around the place and stopped into to, to Giro and met all of you guys really for the first time. That's right. Three years and ago. And you were doing Scotland,
1: Man. you went through yeah.
0: Scotland and then you came yep. to Lesotho.
2: <laughs> came to Lesotho. We did the Lesotho
0: expedition. Yep. Do you remember? And then what? you uh, worked on a hot dog stand. Yes,
2: oh. worked in the Christmas, in the market, Christmas market, in down, Kingston down yeah. the road here, cooking bratwurst sausages for the community. It was a great time. Just doing your here. Just doing your bit. It was a great time. It was great times. Um, Gosh, but that, that was a, it. Was a really for me, it was a, quite a special time because I actually spent a lot of a lot of time in the one place yeah. and got to meet and hang out with yeah. all of you guys, and um, it was part of an extended. an adventure year or so of my Mm. life when I was you know basically just on the bike sleeping in a tent most nights Mm. cooking my food on a gas stove and seeing some of the most amazing parts of the world and through this whole year Ryan and I were obviously you know we were in touch and and talking all the time and Mm -hmm. we were sort of starting to throw around the idea of you know how like I was obviously having a great time and, and was very fortunate to be you know having all these experiences and seeing these places but you know even just between the two of us as mates we were sort of saying well you know ryan you know i want to come to mongolia as well or i want to I would, I'd, I'd love to do some of these rides that you're doing and then it, the conversation just kept evolving and i suppose it planted a bit of a seed where if we were excited about going and doing these sorts of rides you know that there'd, there'd surely be some other people mm. that, that would feel the same so yeah, we, um, we, yeah, just started an idea, planted a plan of the seed, and we thought, you know, let's let's look to that in the future to try and let's put on a, a trip or an expedition, you know, because it's not every day that you get the opportunity to go and ride in a place mm-hmm. as remote or as wild as yeah, Africa or Mongolia mm-hmm. or South America. So
1: and so the expedition specialist was born. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now there's three products. Sitting inside that umbrella for next year, which mm. is pretty awesome. So we have got um, Argentina, in Feb. Yeah, in February. Argentina, that Argentina in Feb. That looks amazing. That's going to be the El the El, Gaucho. El Gaucho expedition. Then there's um, obviously the Carpathian Crusade. Is that what you're calling it? The Carpathian yeah, Crusade. Carpathians, obviously. Transylvania. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> the
0: Carpathian Crusade. Yeah, there obviously. You go. And then we have. <laughs>
1: The second
0: stampede. Oh, mate. Yeah. Well, so the second stampede's in the, essentially the Rhino Run again. Yes. You know, yeah. The Rhino Run expedition yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a few tweaks you were, you yeah. were, you were mentioning. But, um, yeah. well, that's, I mean, obviously, we, you know, we've we spoken a little bit about the expedition. We, we'll talk about it a bit more. But if let's got, talk about the Rhino Run. Let's
1: talk yeah. about it. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about right. the, let's the, the race. Beast.
0: So we are sat here with Ryan, but everyone knows him as Rhino. And so the Dian. Rhino Run was, Rhino. was your brainchild. And uh, the child well, of your brain. <laughs> the child what? of my little pea, rolling between one hemisphere <laughs> to the other. Um, so, I mean, maybe just give a, a quick kind of overview of what the rhino Run was. And let's talk about the race. Let's talk about your, because you raced it, you started, you well, finished just about.
1: I, I, I limped across uh, South Africa and Namibia. Yeah. I could, don't think anyone would call that racing. Um. So, <laughs> the, so, the Rhino
0: Run was a race that started in... Crashing. Uh, in... Plettenberg Bay.
1: <laughs> yes, sorry. So Plettenberg Bay, it follows the uh, essentially a, a national off-road gravel touring route, uh, which is the Cross Cape uh, cycle route. And that traverses the garden route uh, from Plettenberg Bay all the way across um, to Stellenbosch. Stellenbosch. The <laughs> iconic Stellenbosch, known for its beautiful um, wineries and, you know, iconic university and, uh, yeah, just a beautiful part of the world. And then we start heading north through some much more challenging environments just um, from a remote perspective through the Northern Cape. You go through the Cedarburg um, and then into some very sort of, uh, I guess, remote um, and desert Mm -hmm. kind of conditions as you uh, across the border um, with the Great um, Fish River um, and the Canyon, I don't mm. know if you know, but that's actually uh, after the Grand Canyon. It is the second largest canyon in the world. Yeah. And where
0: is this in Namibia? in Namibia? Well,
1: it's it's the border between South Africa and Namibia. Oh, okay. She's and a then beauty. You, yeah, you cross you cross that, and uh, then you're in pretty much the desert. Mm. You know, some very uh, incredible. Um, Landscapes, I think, after Mongolia, it's the second or third least populated yeah. country in the world. Really, and it's a place yeah. where my wow. family's been um, uh, sort of holidaying and four by fouring and sort of exploring for I don't know 30, 40 years. Mm. And um, yeah, it, it's like a gravel paradise that mm. not a lot of people realize is actually, you know, completely rideable. I think a lot of Namibians were also going like, this is insane. There's no way these oaks are going to be Mm. traversing from Plett and then coming and thinking they can come through Namibia. It's going to be like 48 degrees and Mm. how are they going to carry all this water? And I think that was just also showing people, you know, what's possible um, with this style of riding because it's completely unsupported. So that's probably another thing that... I should mention it's an unsupported single stage um, of a route that we in 2018 and 2019 um, wrecked the entire course. And then um, obviously COVID happened and it was delayed for a couple more years. So I think in its fourth year, we ran (laughs) the first edition. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, (laughs) and then you you go all all the way to the capital city, which is um, Vintuk through, you know, some amazing desert which is actually full of wildlife you know you oh, see teeming oh, teeming with wildlife and uh yeah i mean being the one of the 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 riders ride at the back um due to a few unfortunate viral things and knee problems and so, and so on but yeah, i actually got rained on in the desert really yeah wow yeah. would you believe but yeah lots of lots of wildlife like oryx is obviously the national uh,
0: National animal, animal, of Namibia, but but basically a type of deer, right? With like a yeah, big, big, big yeah. straight
1: big yeah, big straight, yeah, like uh, antlers it. that sort of point mm. backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful animal. Um, sure, saw so much. Um,
0: the uh, so it's so obviously it's a single stage unsupported mm. race, and you had what thirty riders yeah, rock so up like to 34 the Thirty four rock 34? up, I rock up think to 35, race, thirty-five, around
2: yeah. 34 or something like that and that
0: must have been pretty exciting and like, 18 is, or 19 this, I know that you were racing it so you had all the feelings you know towards a race but also this is a race that you've organized yeah you know? so I mean what were those feelings like you know there at the beginning there
1: oh like I mean it is so so many emotions because you know we I'm South African it's really something you've worked on for f- forever but I must say, it was, it was not just me working on it, you know, we had Sarah Hammond, Mm. Jesse Carlson, we had Ray True Brown involved, we had Kevin Benke, you know, lots of people coming together to really, really help put it on, I was really proud of the whole team, and especially the team back in Melbourne, that, that, are there supporting us, enabling us to be able to travel and to do these things. There's another whole other team that sits behind us, you Mm. know, in the showroom, sales managers, sales team, you know, workshop team, workshop management, Mm. um, you know, fulfillment teams, you know, social media, marketing and events. So, there's a whole team that sits behind that that don't even get that praise and it's just like, look what we've done together. Mm. It's just amazing. Mm. And, you know, having having all our dealers and partners and you guys were there and Danny was there and your customers were there. I was Mm. very proud of what we've all built together, Mm. really. And then it was just awesome to see that the work that we're doing with the foundation, with Masaka, Mm. you know, trying to uplift, um, I guess, Africans that don't really have an opportunity. Some people that, you know, they're they're given a life that's unfortunately very unfair and they'll never, never be able to 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 get out of that mm. Mm. Um, themselves, but through this foundation, you know, with every bike we sell, we automatically give the customer and that rider a year's membership to Masaka, and oh, we've already paid for
0: it. Oh, that's cool.
1: And then it's up to Masaka to engage with that customer and mm. and and earn the membership once, obviously, mm. that year is up with mm. with Curve and with them. And so they were there, and we obviously we paid um, like. All of the the money in advance with all of these memberships, but also the the race that we put on and um, the the race was free. It mm. was a donation, mm. so we just said, "Look, pay two hundred and fifty dollars to Masaka. Mm. If you want to come and do this race, awesome." Yeah. And some of the best endurance athletes we managed to convince um, and to come because we also wanted to find out, like you know, we're putting on a real proper challenging ultra mm. um, we want the best endurance athletes from around the planet to come and race and we want to find out you know who, who who's up to the challenge mm. you know like a real ultra not like you know a few photos on instagram and you know all that side of um the industry which can be a bit confusing but mm. like just a proper true genuine real adventure um So, yeah, there were so many emotions. And then we had this interesting concept. Obviously, Gus and I have been thinking about putting on a tour and an immersive tour um, that's not as challenging but is immersed inside the race Mm -hmm. where you can kind of get a feel for what that is like. But you're also having a lot of fun. You're staying in you know, like treetop cabins and you mm. guys stayed in all these amazing like mm. farm stays and B and Bs mm. and like game lodges and ostrich farms and mm. you know, you saw giraffe mm. and bloody all sorts. So that I was like, Oh wow, look at that, that's amazing and then being able to help these um Ugandans and seeing all three of them there and also mm. helping I mean all that money that was raised actually helped eight um ugandan athletes for an entire season yeah, of racing yeah, get to yeah, migration yeah, gravel race yeah, get yeah. to um, like badlands get to all these other events as mm. well and i mean people a lot of people probably don't even realize that that was going on mm. but that's just what we were doing in the background mm. and then we were like we're going to produce um, daily highlights of it so mm. it's really interactive um you know we we didn't have a huge amount of of cash to put in but we 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 got um ray involved from outlaw media to 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 do that and then we we're going well, well let's try and we we're just trying to do as much as we can and then we we're like mm. oh let's produce a documentary mm. um so there's a little documentary on vimeo if you look at the rhino run you'll see uh, mm. and all that money goes towards ray and to masaka again mm. so it was like look at all these amazing things yeah, that we've yeah, done yeah. just from like putting on a ride yeah, and yeah. like the the people that supported it yeah. and you know all of the amazing friendships that were born from it mm. and Yeah, so it
0: was like it's a
1: really challenging question to answer because there's so much that happened and came from it.
0: The ultra racing scene has obviously become quite a big thing both on road and off road in the last few years. Um, but you what was really testament to this race is that the calibre of people that showed up, you know, whilst it wasn't, you know, a four hundred person start line, it was thirty five you know, pretty you know, the the top end of that. They were all very, very seasoned and accomplished riders in this space. Yeah. And and yeah. I think the way the results showed it clearly was there's no walk in the park. It was e- it was not easy uh, at all.
1: No, no, it's not easy racing these things. And it's even harder um, just getting to the start line. Yeah. You know, like Sarah Hammond, she bravely started mm. and bravely towed the start line with a lung infection and yeah. then realized, you know, she's got a sport asthma condition that was only diagnosed after the race by a south african doctor and we <laughs> finally got to the bottom of like her allergy and all these other things that was going on you know and that's only sort of um happened mm. in the last couple of years and you know she hasn't raced in three or four years mm. so you know s- just getting to the start line was a massive challenge lael wilcox you know her partner unfortunately R- uh Rugeel was was sick and pulled out literally um you know, a day before they are supposed to get on the fly. But th- the caliber of riders, you're right, you know, we had like Sarah and Lale, these amazing female endurance athletes which are regarded as some of the best in the world. Yeah. Um, we had, you know, like Sofyan, Kevin Benke, um, uh, like Abdullah, mm. you know, Josh mm. Ibbett, mm. all these riders which are, you know, they've got a, an incredible pedigree and a lot of history. I mean, so... Yeah, I worked really hard. I mm. guess that's what I wanted to, to, to showcase is mm. some of these amazing, talented riders from all over the world mm. and put them all in one place. And we tried to, to help as many of them get to the start line as well with like, you know, help with airfares or help with equipment or help with, um, you know, anything that we could. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing that so many actually responded to the call and said yeah do you know what i want to be part of the first event and we know who curve are and anything these this interesting little adventure brand does it's 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 very real and it's Mm. genuine and Mm. yeah so wow it was yeah it's it's hard to unpack because there's so much to it you could spend a whole meat pod or pod cool. meet or <laughs> podcast,
0: so <laughs> talking about it. But. So, uh, so, so obviously, you, me. not only <laughs> have you organised, <laughs> and it's great to hear how like circuit yeah. it was, and you know, but you raced it. So let's talk about your race. Did oh, it, you don't it, have to talk about oh, my race. It didn't, it didn't quite go to plan. <laughs> it was beautiful, I mean, but you, you,
1: yeah. I mean, I've had I've had some interesting issues, um, just you know, with. Uh, disk stuff and desiccated disks. Unfortunately, Gus and I have very similar issues with L5S1 and SIJ issues and yeah, I've had a lot of um, uh, cortisone and um, <coughs> nerve root injections because I yeah wasn't able to walk for a bit of time during COVID and you know, I was really sad that I was thinking geez, I'll never probably be able to race ever again and um, yeah, spent a lot of time rehab and <coughs> i thought i'm finally there did a lot of really hard rides and and i thought oh it's 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 all right but yeah i've got this annoying hip issue and this disc issue and it just seems to plague me but um it came back literally on day one of the first day first day 300ks in i was my knee was just an absolute mess from it kind of with me it's like a domino effect with my lower back and then it it sort of it just has a strange domino effect where my knee just you you can't move it yeah um it's just in absolute agony so i decided well i'll just you know i'll get through the first day i tried to problem solve it tried to i must have adjusted my position just spent four hours of that first 20 hours in the day one just moving stuff around trying to problem solve it and i think a lot of that style of riding is problem-solving mm. anyway. So mm. I just said, well, do you know what? Your race has started now. And it started earlier than you would have hoped for. But I've got a lot of experience with that style of riding, having ridden across Australia many times, ridden across america ridden across europe Mm. you know doing all these rides with curve doing all these adventures learning from some of the best in the world like jesse carlson sarah hammond you know we're very lucky to have such strength and depth inside curve that are incredible riders in their own right whereas i'm i'm more i'm probably more of the experiential learner that likes to document and tell the story of the Uh. adventure and more the the race result and then yeah it just it it, it I think I spent four days um, you know trying to get the knee right but it just it just wouldn't so I just used my left leg um, until I got to Stellenbosch which was when I saw you guys well not, well, us, not you guys yeah, the, but the rest the touring yeah I think you guys had already jumped on a plane back home Yeah, <laughs> but that was that was a really nice moment to see how everyone was just like they had the best time and yeah. they were they were so happy to to see me and I was so happy to see them and mm. you know, I had this wonderful family um, the Pelo Jarman
0: family the Pelo Jarman
1: they're called Pello Jarman um, shout out to shout out to the PJ fam they um, <laughs> they well the the mum was a um, uh, oh, what do you call Cairo. Uh, physio
0: no that was the daughter the the daughter
1: kath was a physio but the mum was um a vet no like uh medicine uh
0: (laughs) pharmacist she was a pharmacist so it was awesome (laughs) that
1: you could have like all the drugs in the world and and have someone like hey do you want they were just standing on the side of the road with a with a german shepherd and i was like "Mm, okay (laughs) okay could go either way and then I saw a Coke and a and a bar one which is like a Mars bar but a South African mm. version so he's like hey we've been following the race and you know it was, I was like oh they're trail angels they're not going to set the Alsatian on me uh-huh. <laughs> and um, she's like oh I'm actually a physio I've heard about your knee do you want me to release your lower back I think and I was like yeah my piriformis is just Destroyed. I think it's just completely locked up, and I've been obviously compensating with one leg and blah 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 blah. They're like, "Yeah, come into our house and lovely family. Got to meet the father as well as her he his daughter. His daughter's sitting on my back with her like elbow into my butt, and I'm just looking at her father directly in the eye, going, "How's it? G'day, mate." <laughs> G'day, mate. <laughs> uh, and her mum's like making me coffee. He's like, "Oh, do you need any like anti-inflammatories?" And I'm like, "Oh, thanks so much." And then they're like so my brother's in Stellenbosch and he absolutely loves Curve oh. and
0: he's waiting for you and I was like wait so this wasn't even in Stellenbosch no, no this, this was French. in Franschhoek just oh. before
1: and then okay. and then I got into seeing all these touring rhinos and there was I think uh, John John Pellajarman was and his mate um, sort of wanted to ride through Stellenbosch with me on the road oh, nice. and they were like oh wow nice work mate keep going and i was like oh thanks very much and then we saw like daniel forsyth was mm-hmm. there and um yep. patrick patrick patelier and yeah. um biebs and Not pete yet. and yeah. ian and yeah so it was really really cool and then i was like Do you know what i'm I'm feeling like a million bucks maybe Zimb- zimbabwean dollars but i'm still feeling <laughs> like a million of them and um <laughs>
2: and then it got really interesting
1: yeah I was like oh, I'm just going to ride through the night see if I can k- slowly start catching up to the rest of the the group I mean they're miles ahead you know mm. Abdullah and Benki are just destroying the race but I was like oh maybe I can work my way from the back sort of to mid-pack and you know I don't know s- silly silly uh, s- silly things going, uh, thoughts going through my mind but I was like you know you're competitive you want to be competitive mm. you want to do the race justice mm. Um so I rode through the night, and my father and my uncle, and they were like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. It's like we all thought you were finishing here because mm-hmm. you're obviously not in a good way. I was like, "No, no, no! I think we've worked through some problems, and you know, I'll be okay." And they're like, "You're as stubborn as a mule. We're going to change your name to donkey from rhino." <laughs> and I was like, know, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've, I've done this before. I've got a lot of experience. It's going to be okay." And they were like, all right. And so everyone's like very, very pissed off. And I was pissed off. And I was like, I'll show you. (laughs) And so off I went into the night and I got food poisoning.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're kidding. Then and there,
1: I got food poisoning that next night. So I rode through that night into the next day. And then um, I was looking for accommodation for that evening. Finally got some accommodation um you know what you've done i don't i don't know it was something like 450 k's in to that 30 hour sort of ride and i was like oh i'm feeling feeling really good and then as soon as i got in and i was like oh can i get some food and it was like chicken and rice and i was like oh cool it's you know from a restaurant inside the hotel would be totally fine was not totally Uh, fine and I woke up the next day and I was like I can't believe this and then the next 10 days I lost 12 kilos and I literally was the worst you lost
0: 12 kilos yeah
1: Yeah. I lost 12 kilos and I literally I literally struggled right through to the end just I was just so disappointed because you know you put so much into this Mm. and I was really Going through these high, low, high, low, and mm. i I just got through um like that nasty period of just i mean i I documented a lot of it just to show people the good and the bad mm. um in my unique sort of micro vlogging mm-hmm. style that I've become known for, and um yeah i I was just getting better when we crossed into Namibia and I was like, this is probably some of the hardest stuff I've, I've had to do on the bike. Um, and then I got sick again. Literally. I was like feeling, feeling like I've gone, got, got through it all. And then it came back.
0: And I think it's important to like, I think put into context, the distance that we're talking, you know, you, you covering, it's not like it's, Oh, you've got like a hundred K left. I yeah, mean, it's another seventeen hundred k. Yeah, like le- leaving, yeah. leaving Stellenbosch, you would have had what two, two thousand, yeah. two thousand one hundred Two 2000 like, yeah. thousand k. Two thousand Two thousand kilometres. <laughs> off road, like, all off road. Two thousand kilometres. Yeah, all um, off road. I mean, we did the you know first stretch of it, and it was like, I mean, I don't know with one leg, how you you able to get up Rusty Gate? Unfortunately.
1: Um, Neither do I.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, unfortunately, because I um, have these knee and hip and stability issues, I was also uh, I uh, was the only person th- that thought it was a good idea to use um, specialised road shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's and true. and because because uh, I could only use one leg, I I uh, that was the only place i walked oh man in a- road um, shoes in road shoes and i was like oh you're such idiot, are such an idiot mate you're such an idiot that's
0: so funny man oh, oh dear. rusty date rusty um, date so obviously so i mean christ so you've you've lost 12 kilos you're having a lot of distance to cover over very challenging terrain it's hot oh it's you've hot it's hot giraffes and running in the road in front of you
1: oh daniel i was like daniel are you deaf Giraffe nearly ran you over. He's like, "Did you see the giraffe?" I was like, "I oh, know, I've been shouting at you." This giraffe. I was terrified he was going to get m- mowed down by these two giraffes that were spooked by our presence.
0: What? What a sentence he just said! <laughs> I know. <laughs> what a I sentence. Know. It I was does sound he was strange. Get mowed down by a giraffe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're Not they're
1: a and then <clears throat> um, some wildebeest uh, an entire herd of wildebeest got spooked by the giraffe and then they came across our path yeah. and I've got both videos and they're amazing. Yeah, that video is pretty they're, cool. Yeah, yeah. I just, and th- there was so much. I mean, we saw, I saw personally before the race started when I was wrecking some of the course and I decided to ride the section that you guys did non nonstop mm. um, in 40 something hours. And it was also like a knee test and everything else. And I saw a, a Cape Leopard at 2 o'clock in the morning up um, the pass up that Montague Pass Montague Montague really yeah (coughs) which is really special because you don't get not many people see leopard
0: or get to experience that and um, so I saw I had a pretty close encounter on Montague Pass did you? so going up and you know we were we kind of come up into the clouds so it was like foggy and I could just hear this and I was like what is that? monkeys I was like there's we're surrounded by monkeys, and they're like calling. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. I wish I could see. It. And I'm like looking into the fog for it. It was a train. Uh, <laughs>
1: was I fun. was just about to say the monkeys don't <laughs> was, do yeah, that well, sound. Yeah, what monkey well, is that? Hey, <laughs> hey,
0: hey, I'm, I'm from Surrey. I've never seen monkeys before in my life. And I'm like, hey, there's monkeys. It yeah, was a train. Was like, uh, a train at the top yeah. of the uh, the train that goes to the top of Montague. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. terrifying bark. No, it was a it was a lovely sound. Trust me. <laughs> no, tr- tr-
1: trust me. <laughs> they,
0: they were singing to each other. It was a mating ritual.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do it or should I?
0: Oh, which the, which one? The monkey bar,
2: baboon.
1: Yeah, do you want to do the baboon or the monkey? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, maybe. Uh, all right, maybe later. Maybe later. Bear, Have yeah, a few more sips. More whiskey. The yeah. gorilla. You've yeah. got such a beautiful, deep voice. <laughs> sounds way better when you do it
0: and I mean hey you, you finished mm. you got to the end
1: yeah got to the end and you know what the really special which thing which
0: finished in the, in the a capital <coughs> cities so I mean but what, what, are we, so yeah. what, what are we talking like what, what's the size of this city what you know does it feel like a town does it feel like a city it feels like a
1: small small town okay. um, but yeah I mean it's the capital city of Namibia but when you consider this the population is mm. tiny mm. and it's so sparsely populated I guess for a Namibian standards, it's mm. a big, big city. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. for us, you know, like that, have been lucky enough to, you know, ride around the world. I mean, a big city like London, for yeah, example, sure, 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 it's, sure. It doesn't yeah, yeah. doesn't doesn't come close. It's like a small country town. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, I Obviously, you get to the finish when everyone, or I say everyone, a lot of people going, "Dude, you don't have to do this," but you did.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got to ride with one of my very good friends, mm. Daniel Forsyth, mm. who was just touring and he was actually going to go ride through Botswana, hook up with his girlfriend and have a really nice holiday. Mm. And that was quite special for me to be able mm. to ride with Dan and mm. and see his the evolution of his riding from mm. when we very first, I mean, years ago when I moved to Australia, we did our first crazy Every new year I'd be in Sydney with my Uncle Pete and then I'd have to go back to work. And Daniel and I would start every new year like riding from Sydney to Melbourne, Hmm. which is about 1,000 k's or whatever, Hmm. on our road bikes, just taking a different route. Somewhere we'd go through the snowy mountains. Sometimes we'd go through um, the coast. And the the third time that we did it, we went through um, more of an inland. And that that was years ago, like... um, you know what 10 11 years ago now and it was really really fun to see because he's always been like road and race Mm. a bit more Sydney Sydney's got this like um, very Gus is also from Sydney so he'll tell you like it's 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 super road and crit Mm. you know it's all about performance Mm. and watts Mm. and watts per kilo and you know 6% body fat and all this other other stuff which I was like don't really care about that sort of stuff but um and no offense to you know the athletes, the you know very good riders yeah. here in yeah, that no I'm athletes it, in this room anymore, mate. Yeah, but I mean, I <laughs> but I'm not discounting the fact that you guys are, are great riders and that that was an important part of your life. But it just wasn't wasn't for me. But to see Dan like come into my world and support our business and you know he's invested in like projects, in like project based financial models on like releases of bikes and then he's got his own bike and then his girlfriend's got. Uh, Shaninki's got a a Kevin of steel So he's got a gravel bike And they go Bikepacking adventures And we've done We've ridden to like Narrabri To Gus's family farm Like the cattle station Out in the bloody middle Of nowhere With Dan And showed him That style of riding Dan was actually the guy that rode his CX bike in the Lesotho expedition with us. You remember with that Specialized bloody Crux. Crux, No offense to Specialized or the Crux, but (laughs) it wasn't really the perfect bike for that style of riding. But then he slowly kind of understood. And then here we are all these years later doing an ultra together, which I never, and you ask any of his mates all those years ago, they'd be like, well, I bet
0: my mortgage that Daniel Forsyth would never do that. When I saw his name on the start list, I mm. didn't for one minute think it was him. I just thought <laughs> it was another Daniel Forsyth. I'm like, <laughs> no, was, no, I'm serious. I didn't. And then it was only when you were posting that I was like, Oh shit, that is Dan. <laughs> it's Danny.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Dan yeah, yeah. actually helped us after Lesotho back in twenty nineteen to recce the mm. the touring rhino mm. route, the, yeah, the yeah. entree leg mm. yeah. for us. Whilst we were Jesse, Sarah and I were, you know, doing like four thousand Ks in the hire car, yeah, like yeah, yeah, driving yeah. through Namibia and doing all this stuff. Yeah. So Sorry, I feel like I'm dominating a lot of this conversation.
0: Yeah, so no, you, if, yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, Danny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny, say something. Yeah, Danny,
1: higher for a while. I'm sorry, mate. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, there's obviously some really cool things that um, came out oh, of Oh, he's still talking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Um, well, congrats, mate. You 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 not only put on an amazing race that the, I mean, certainly from our perspective, a huge part of the cycling community we're talking about and following, dot watching. Um, you know, the the documentary I thought was really good. You know, oh. the the race between the guys at the front, yeah. you know, Kevin and Banky was monumental. And then congratulations for finishing it because it wasn't easy and you did. Um, Thank so you. Yeah, that's very c- nice. Congrats mate.
1: Yeah, it's funny, you don't really think about those sorts of things. You just kind of go, well, it's just completely normal.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's still know? talking.
2: Still going. It's still oh. good <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so we, we had a we had a good, good sort of you know meeting between the five of us about Jiro and Curve and 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 hearing some of the exciting things that, that Curve's doing yeah but obviously one of it is directly with what you're involved in so let's talk about some of these uh, expeditions you've got planned for next year the first one is only in a couple of months in uh, Argentina
2: y- yeah so the El Gaucho yeah. expedition mm. El Gaucho
0: <laughs> I love like it when you say that mate El Gaucho oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, so I'm headed there. Yeah, I mean, like we said, we've flown into London for the Christmas party. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> which happened. Which happened, uh,
2: which happened. Which
0: happened last week.
2: Yeah, a few days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it was special.
2: still haven't got Jamie down off the roof. <laughs> Do you remember that time when... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, from here, I'll be heading straight to Salta, which mm. is in the northwest of, of Argentina. It's very close to the Bolivian border. Mm. And... Um, it's a it's a really unique, um, uh, you know, unique part of Argentina because I would say it's not it's not an area that's really well visited by foreigners. Mm. Um, I think you know for most for most foreigners, I know in Australia you know it's a, it's if when you when you mention South America or Argentina or Chile to somebody, you know Patagonia mm. comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And, Patagonia is, is a long way away from Salta it's mm. down in the very very southern you know almost tip of, of that continent so and that is a that's a part of the world where I feel a lot of you know foreign tourists want to go to yeah, I mean yeah. Patagonia mm. is, a, is a very incredible place mm. and really unique but Salta is arguably uh, um, yeah Salta is arguably a bit better for bikepacking mm. the weather is a bit mm. more um, friendly let's mm. say but it's, it's, that region is more of a, it's more visited by, the by local Argentine tourists, people from Buenos Aires. Um, it's, it's one of those, you know, places where, where they like to go. Mm. Um, and yeah, we, I, I did some riding there back in, yeah, late 2019, early 2020. Um, I was, I sort of started a bit of a trip there and, Um, you know, I flew up into Salta and I did a whole bunch of amazing riding around there and took some great photos and met some amazing people. Um, and my intention was to ride all the way down to Patagonia. Um, and yeah, due to COVID, I sort of got held up, you know, part of the way down there, but
0: man, you've got a wild story (laughs) about getting out of there just in the nick of time. Yeah,
2: that
1: was
0: a, that was a wild story. The last flight into Australia or something. Pretty, pretty much.
1: Can you put the photo up when you do the video thing? Can you show that photo of what he looked like? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. you should just get it up and, like, push it in front of yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah. There. the, yeah, the just, revolution. It, he looks like he's fighting the revolution and has we, been we were, fighting mate. for a it decade. Was.
2: It was a tough time.
0: I mean, even, <laughs> if, even if the only reason you join this expedition is to get one of those hats, that's, that's money well spent.
2: Yeah. It, oh, mate. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, look, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a place that's pretty close to my heart, um, for, for a lot of the experiences that I've had, but mm. also having ridden in, in, yeah, um, you know, fortunately many, many amazing places in the world, I would say it's, it's one of the most special places probably mm. to ride, mm. um, Jesse Carlson and Sarah Hammond have also done um, some some writing there, mm. um, you know, quite a few years in the past as well. And so, yeah, between between sort of Jesse and myself, we we started talking uh, talking through what could be a good route, uh, you know, a, a good a good sort of place to take this uh, this expedition. But yeah, essentially, the expedition it'll it'll start and finish really out of Salta, mm. which is sort of the main capital city of that region. Yeah it'll head up north near to the bolivian border um we'll be visiting some incredible um you know multicolored rock formations that basically form this huge huge enormous cliffside wow. and it's like looking at a rainbow carved really? into the side of a, wow. of a hillside and and this is a enormous enormous hillside and you know, at that stage you're up at about four thousand meters above sea level. Four
0: thousand meters.
2: Yeah, yeah. To get to that point. It's you're Holy around you're Christ. around you're around that point. You're dealing with some, yeah, quite quite high altitude oh up my there. Oh god. So yeah, we've we've organised and and designed the itinerary to allow for some you know allow for acclimatisation when it yeah. comes to altitude. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That. I
0: mean, how do you get acclimatised? I mean, because you can't really train for that here, can
2: you? Yeah. I mean, unless you own an altitude chamber or tent or something like that. Um, sounds like something
0: Danny would have. Yeah. You have one of those? Oh, I've got three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Danny's, yeah. Danny knows some
2: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to. It's but hard you won't to. put the heating on. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> no, nah, Not at the moment. <laughs> It's hard to prepare for that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's important when you when you arrive to a to, to to you know a destination where there's you're dealing with high altitude that mm. you acclimatise and essentially you. You you gradually expose yourself to higher and higher altitudes. That's yeah. sort of the crux of it, and you know that's why when when people yeah go to climb Mount Everest or mm. anything like that, there's it you know, different yeah. yeah it's it's like mm. a six week mm. process. You know you can gradually mm. let your body adapt mm. and become comfortable with that with that lower mm. oxygen. So yeah, that's kind of where it starts. You, when then we head up into what an area called the Salinas Grandes, which is a high altitude salt flat, salt wow. lake. Um, and again, I mean, you, you, everyone's probably seen those images that get around the internet of people on those like, incredible vast salt lakes that just yeah. seem to be forever expansing mm. all the way to the end of the horizon. And this is, this is wow. sort of one of those places.
0: And you get to ride your bike through it.
2: Yeah, you get to yeah. sort of ride your bike yeah, into mm. it and, and around the edge of it. And it's, it is a pretty spe- special place. Yeah. Um, and then we sort of make our way down, de- you know, we're on the Andes, we're on the edge of the Andes mountain range, essentially, and we sort of criss and cross over it a few times, and we go through um, this one area where that I think Jesse's sort of described it, Jesse Carlson's described it as riding through a Star Wars movie. Okay. Um,
1: I think that's where they filmed... Excuse me. I think <laughs> that's where they filmed some of the Star Wars. Possi- really? Possibly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Possibly. I mean, it's...
1: That's where the comic came from, I think. Yeah.
0: <sighs> a good chance yeah yeah
1: a lot of the early star wars yeah not the latest star wars stuff uh, that you early. see now
0: and we and and we're we're still at what four thousand meters at this yeah. point
2: you've you've dropped down off the salt flats so you yeah 4 000 meters is about the highest that you'll get but yeah, yeah when we're at that that particular part the star wars area i think we're at about <laughs> yeah between 1700 2000 meters <laughs> something, or something like that yeah it's it's high um but it's it's a very otherworldly experience Mm. the shape of these rocks and the angles that they come out of of the Mm -hmm. ground out are are just yeah bizarre um but very spectacular to ride through
0: so the expedition is it's a long one it's like 10 days yeah it's it's about 10 days riding
2: oh it's about nine days riding um a bit of transfer and things in between yeah um you can read through the entire sort of itinerary mm. up on yeah, our, we'll up put on our the website. Link, we'll put all the
0: links below. Yeah. I think it's really important to you know we've got a link up, we've got a blog up on our site. You've got a blog up on your site, yeah, about what the expedition is, you know, and the format of it. Uh, There's actually
1: a really lovely blog post written by your good self.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jaunty. It's, it's um, John jaunty. 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 Does, does everyone know who Jaunty is? Any anyone who knows knows. Yeah.
1: All right, we'll leave it at that. But yeah, 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 yeah. that's a That needs to be a pod meet for another meat
0: pod. Another day. That's <laughs> a, a meet pod. For meat pod. For sure. Um, so I mean, so this is so essentially. A, 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 any, if anybody's interested, you know, you you, you 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 buy a ticket through Curve. Obviously, you get your own way there, <coughs> yep. and that that the price of the expedition will cover your food. Cover your accommodation. Yep. We'll cover the transfer. Obviously, there's going to be a support vehicle carrying bags, yep. so you don't have to carry everything yeah, on support.
2: you. Yeah. Yeah, you've got a support vehicle that's that's there to, um, you know, assist in case of in case of emergency and things yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, first aid kits, sunscreen, extra yeah. water, all that sort of stuff. But for the most part, the the experiences that we wanted to create when we were sort of talking through all of these things was. You know we were just talking about the rhino run there before and, and rhino's obviously sharing his experience which mm. to some people would sound a bit traumatic mm. and, it, and it's it is i mean it's 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 a quite a hard it's a very hard undertaking mm. and for many people it's possibly not realistic whether that be just the just the three or so weeks of yeah. time away yeah, from yeah, work that true. you've got to take off very the true. amount of training um You know all of the equipment that Mm. is required. You know it's it's a huge undertaking. Mm. So and and but it appeals to a lot of people, Mm. I think. And a lot of people look at it and go, you know, I'd I'd love to do something Mm. like that. But Mm. riding three thousand kilometres almost Mm. may be a bit of a stretch. Mm. So we wanted to create an experience that, you you know, you know, kind of is very similar and sits alongside what an ultra sort of feels like but not to this not with the dial turned down a few notches you know not at level 10 the whole time but Mm. you know somewhere more Mm. comfortable Mm. so you're still getting a a challenging ride each day you're still making your own way there but Mm. you've got a bit of support every night you sleep in a in a bed you have a shower you'll have a you know a nice a nice meal um you know there's I mean, the other thing we should mention is it's um, as well, as was the case in South Africa, we go through some amazing wine-producing territory oh, as well. Yeah, good night. Yeah, towards the end of the of the tour in uh, the El Gaucho expedition, we uh, we go through a town called or, or a province called Cafe Yate which is produces some very very lovely wines.
0: We sell those downstairs. Yeah. Cafe Yates.
2: Yep. Mm yeah so it's about having a bit more of a well a bit more of a balanced well-rounded experience where you're not yeah suffering for for 9 or 10 days you're working hard you're challenging yourself but the fun factor is is high
0: I mean that was definitely what got me over the line with you know because you know initially I was like no way I'm going to do the rhino run like I'm that's not doesn't you know flick my switch and you're like no 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 we're going to do a part of it and there'll be like a nice lodge and wine in the evening yeah sure I'm in I mean, who else is coming? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think you know, joking aside, it is. It, it really was. The the it felt. You know, obviously, you know, it's a it's a paid for thing. But it felt such a privilege to be able to ride bikes, in that location. Yeah. That you know it wouldn't normally be the place where one would go to. Yeah. And obviously, it's been wrecked by yourself, so you know it's safe. Yeah. And the thought meal to do Argentina as well is just is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's. You, but you've got Argentina. You've got something else coming up in the summer, which is obviously. Uh, <sighs> The, the, what, what, what,
2: come right. on, what was it? You're the namer.
0: Carpathian Crusade. <laughs> the Carpathian Crusade.
2: Yeah. So, what's that? So, that's in Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. In the, oh, Transylvania the Transylvania region. The tra- yeah, tr- maybe it's the Transylvania Traverse. Maybe. That's actually a much well, better like name. Yeah. Oh, but Carpathia,
1: Carpathian. Oof. It, I mean, it's, it, it has a quality. Yeah, the, so. the jury's yeah. out on
2: what it'll be named.
1: Yeah, I mean, Crusade might but, not have a. The best <laughs> connotation, yeah. You know, There's maybe a bit of bloodshed. Yes, so. you know, yes. a bit of religion. Yeah,
2: it a, yeah and yeah. 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 we we, a bit we bit don't. Want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tra- 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 traversing. Yeah. yeah, traversing. Maybe maybe that's what it is, but it's in the Transylvania region of Romania. Yeah. Um, ah. Which is a. It, it. I mean, everybody has. Avantu
1: sa gione!
2: It's where, where we start and finish the expedition from in Romania. It's very close to Brands Castle. Mm. Um, it's, I was there in September this, this year doing a, doing a recce and, and getting to know the, the region a bit. And I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It's absolutely so obviously
0: incredible. it's a complete polar opposite from Argentine salt flats. Yeah. We're talking yeah. like forests. What are we talking? Yeah,
2: that, that, that you know, European continental forests yeah, where it's just wow. really, really brown, brown some bears. bears, yeah, yeah, lots yeah, of bears,
0: but, a few bears. You're, you're not kidding, are you? Vampires, no. No. Dracula. Vamp- Vampire. Gus can now turn into a bat. Yeah, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> yeah. I've got wings. Yeah. See these marks on the yeah, side yeah, of his yeah. neck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's seven days in the traversing Transylvania. Yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a really it's a really unique part of the world, which I think for a lot of yeah UK and European. Yeah. Uh, Riders who are into an, a bit of an adventure, it's it's an <coughs> exciting one because it's yeah it's a, it'll be a, about a it'll be a week long adventure mm. in total. So you know it's a easy week off work or week away. Mm. Um, but yeah, brown bears. I mean, on my second or third day there, I was I was riding with with Levi, sort of a friend of ours who, who, who lives there, grew up there, and um,
1: also did the rhino run.
2: Also did the rhino run. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, great man, and um, he's helping. A lot with, yeah, putting together some route suggestions and he he knows the area incredibly well. But, you know, on our second or third day riding there, there was a bear, you know, 10 metres away from us up a tree as we were riding along. And I said, Levi... I think that's a bear, mate. And we went, oh shit! You know, <laughs> you know, gets the bear spray out, and I'm just here going. That was
1: Romanian, by the way.
2: Y- yeah. yeah, that's Romanian for bear. Uh, look out, bear! <laughs> 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 r- 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 back away slowly. Um, and Levy just sort of said, "Hello, Mr. Bear. We're here. You know, we're friendly. Uh, we're just gonna back away." And mate, it, yeah, it was. It was quite. Um, Yeah, it's quite amazing. I mean, coming from Australia, where we don't have bears,
0: we (laughs) we don't
2: have anything that's generally big and can sort of attack you or eat you. They're all real Um, small and scary. Small and scary. Unless they're they're
1: in their utes, mate, then they're pretty dangerous. Oh, (laughs) totally.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
2: funny. So yeah, it's another very unique. Yeah, unique experience that yeah i'm looking we're looking forward to getting back there and um Mm. doing a yeah exploring it a little bit more so yeah the the transylvania traverse coming up in august 2023 and then the um we it's 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 been labeled the second stampede is is the second running of of the tour that we did in in south africa
1: a second stampede
0: Um, so i mean i mean this isn't a well i guess it is a plug by the nature of what i'm saying but i if there's any listeners out there and we'll we'll sort of promote through our channels but if there's any listeners who are up for doing or have the time to do like a week or two weeks riding in some great parts of the world like bang for buck it was the, the time i had in south africa it was the most amazing experience and i wouldn't change it for anything um and you've got obviously argentina south africa again in october which is amazing Mm -hmm. i I said we took a couple of customers and you know they loved it and uh then you've got obviously romania so i mean get on do it yeah um yeah do that thing um so what about is there anything else you guys want to talk about what's happening next year any new releases coming up what can we expect from curve in 2023 (sighs) oh
2: mate, 2023 well, we're going to be in yeah South America for mm. first first couple of months. We've got um, yeah we've got some other um, ideas and things that we would like to have a look at down there and mm. do so, do some more exploring and mm. some more adventuring there. Mm. Um, we've also got a dealer who we're, we've recently started working with over in Santiago in mm. Chile, um, which we hope to to go and visit. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a, that's a whole continent where mm. yeah, there's a lot of exciting things to do. So we'll be there. Um, yeah, we'll be there or I'll, I'll, I'll be sort of there I'll until be
1: there. <laughs>
2: March April. I've I've totally skipped over the tour down under where um, Ryan Ryan will be heading back down under for that. Oh, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of our down
0: under, team kicks are off are the Tour there. season. So you'll do your First, you can um, do the pilgrimage. Do you call it the pilgrimage?
1: Yeah. Pilgrimage, Melbourne to Adelaide, 800 um, k's, two days, 450 k's, Melbourne to Narracourt. Narracourt, It's the uh, <laughs> yeah, just the border between uh, Victoria and South Australia, and then 350 k's from there. It's actually two 16-hour rides, um, but one's 100 k's longer. Mm. Um, when when you get into like uh, McLaren Vale and stuff, it starts to get a bit lumpier, but yeah we used to do that pilgrimage um you know and then just going it's a wonderful week um kicks off the world tour calendar calendar it's very interactive from a. Oh, it's, it's great. unusual i yeah. mean we I, I we, we did, did it AG together right yeah, yeah. Really, really and cool. um it's really unusual you have access to world tour riders you know everyone's really relaxed it's a bit more of a festival kind of yeah, atmosphere absolutely yeah. and yeah we just love it and um all of australia essentially descends on adelaide and it's just Mm. comes alive and it's a beautiful place to ride so yeah we're going to go support the event do uh, support a new dealer that's Mm. opening up there called contour and um we've got um people coming over from south africa like the chauvita guys that make um cycling apparel um all handmade in south africa Mm. they're coming over because they're looking at. Getting into the Australian market, which is one hell of a fierce competitive yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, market yeah, with all the great yeah. brands like Map and Peddler and Black Sheep and, you know, uh, what's it, Pedal Mafia and. Who else is there? Have I missed anyone? Attacker. Well, attacker. That's Attackers, it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry I shouldn't have brought up the war. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, my dear boy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so all, all of that's kicking off and then uh, we both turn 10.
0: Yeah, we both we t- turn 10. We, next we turn year. 10 next year. Next year so
1: yeah. 28th of Feb, uh,
0: 17th of October. And
1: you're in October. So that, that's year. really interesting. Oh, it's going to be a great decade. Yeah, 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 we got some we we're talking about some cool things we're going to do for, yeah. for for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we got some stay cool tuned. cool pro products launching early uh, next year and we've got the new Kevin of Steel coming out next year and maybe a carbon warmer bar um, that we've been trying to get off the ground for a while and the update to the to the uprock the the this all modernized cross-country hardtail that we've produced since 2017 Mm. and um, yeah a few a few other really interesting products in new wheel rim design more gravel specific focused um yeah lots lots of um lots of projects i mean they all they all cost money and as you grow the uh, burden of cash flow is uh, is a tricky tricky dance so we're uh, we're just we're just trying to manage it all as yeah, yeah. as as we try and help dealers expand or grow and expand our network and yeah so it's a uh, yeah, it's a really interesting um, period for Curve. And, yeah, we just,
0: yeah, <laughs> gosh, well, it's, we're excited. I mean, it's, it's for us, as a, obviously, you know, we're, we're close to you guys are partners. But, you know, we, uh, it's nice to see where the brand is now from where it was.
1: Humble beginnings, eh?
0: Yeah, but, you know, obviously now, not only with regards to the products that you have, you have a, a huge range of bikes, but all very specific, you know, uh, all very specific, so, you know, for a, you know, a certain type of riding. Of uh, wheels, but then now you've got accessories like you know bars and, and and whatnot. But it's so nice that all of that's developing. But at the same time, you're also developing what it is that you guys do, and you're championing the adventures, the races. You know all of these things yeah. where it's not just the ride it's is, not yeah. just yeah, it's not just a product. It is it's this Ooh. kind of full circle, almost like lifestyle. It's a uh, you know, and you're you're yes. you're putting just as much energy behind the expeditions. I bring on people like Gus as, totally. as we well are to the products, which is great, which is really cool. I think, that's what, yeah. I think that's what brands should be doing. And it's great to see that, yes, what you guys are doing. Thank you, and mate. it's nice to be a part of it. Really.
1: Well, I think, you know, when we first met all those years ago, mm. you know, we saw, it was like looking in the mirror and seeing yourself, yeah. mm. but just in a different yeah. person. And that's who we want to be. We want to kind of continue in that same vein. Seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah, seven years ago and it's really important for us mm. like you know we could we could be an online business we could sell directly to yeah, yeah, the yeah. public yeah. but yeah you know we we don't want to be that kind of business and
0: it's nice i mean even when we you know for you know cast or you know people listening you know when we went and did the the rhino run the expedition touring rhinos you know we were with we brought some of our community yeah and we were with some of your community yeah. from yeah. Australia, and it just—it yeah. was one. It was like straight away yeah. everyone was together because I think it's like-minded people. Yeah, uh, and it's great to be a part of. It's really great to be a part of.
1: Yeah, and my uncle Chris was just uncle Chris driving the four x four. You a, know, because
0: what, what a good man. Oh, one, of, one of the best. You see, you know, and he'd just gone
1: through chemo and had yeah, yeah. cancer, and you know he's in his seventies. Yeah. And you know, I remember his kids saying to me, "Thanks so much." You know, really lifted his spirits and. Chris even wrote a lovely um, blog there saying, you know, I really was, I got to see parts of my own country that I hadn't explored before and I really Mm. admired what you guys are doing and letting him in on something that I love and Mm. you guys love and meeting another part of my family. That Mm. was so, so special Mm. for me and also so special for him. And, yeah, it's very human.
0: He's also one it's of the funniest guys on the planet. Oh, oh really? <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, he, he's, he knows, he knows he's a lot. So How's he's, it, my boy? He's very, very wise. Yeah, yeah. My boy! Uh, yeah. he,
1: he is a bit of a brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, um, yeah he's got a beautiful mind.
0: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He has lots of sayings, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Does mate. he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, probably, some of Did we you get to hang know. out probably, with him? Probably the yeah. one that was the best was... was we're, we're in one of the lodges that we're staying at. And the got a fire going like an open fire you know in a not just in a like a room you know in an actual fireplace and you know the fire was going and Gus is like oh he starts messing with it and his Chris from the back of the room he goes hey we have a saying over here if you see flame on the fire don't fuck with it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep that's my uncle Chris do you know do you know what he said when he first um,
0: met Stephen Lane <laughs> this is the oh, this ponytail is, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is gold yeah uh, yeah Oh, fuck. You know what they call it a ponytail? Do you know why you call
1: it a ponytail? Yeah. It's like, because when you lift it up, you see the arsehole underneath it.
0: You <laughs> literally. <this> like, <laughs> nice, to, <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> and I was like,
1: Uncle Chris, what are you doing? I yeah. do no, So was,
0: funny. Oh. All right, guys, we'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> On that note. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this probably a bit, It that came was, out different. Uh, out of yeah. yeah. It's you, nice you had to uh, be there. Yeah,
1: you had to be there. Nice to.
0: Uh, Nice to see you guys. Nice to have you over here. Is is that that over? That's over. That's it, mate. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we didn't Uh, even get to
1: talk about all the other things on the agenda. I'm just going through the... (laughs) Huh?
0: You're on Tinder. Another time? Yeah, mate. Uh, Just actually... Looking forward to the party tomorrow. Sorry, the party last yeah, week. Yeah, uh, yeah nice to be over here. Yeah. Really looking forward to uh, to some of the new releases next week, expedi- or next year. Expeditions. Yeah. yeah, we've got a few events that we're doing this year, and obviously Curve are going to be a big part of that. And hopefully see you guys in the summer. I
1: guess. Also, one shout out: Kevin Benkenstein, Benkinstein, Benki, mm. racing the Atlas Mountain Race next month. Yeah, yeah. So, on, go on, Benki, do us proud. On. He's yeah. training really hard. Mm. Um, great ride great writer great ambassador great friend great um great man a great just man. a great ginger giant yeah he's a, he's <laughs> he's a good. A beautiful dude. beautiful man good dude so uh good luck mate
0: and uh we love you <laughs> uh yeah hey thanks for having us Mer- merry christmas merry christmas good, everyone good to see you merry guys. Christmas.
1: if you've made it to the end congratulations yes. <laughs> i'm still getting used to podcasts but it's amazing that you guys uh are doing this because I think it's a, it, it requires a huge amount of work just watching you guys set up and kudos yeah. oh, to you hey, guys for nice, putting nice, putting nice in all that some, effort. Nice yeah. just having some chats. No, well, yeah, well mate. done, well done, team, and um, yeah, thank thanks for all uh, for all your hard work. Appreciate awesome. it. Bring on, it's bring been on great. twenty twenty
0: three. It's going to be a good year. Lots to come. <sighs> Ten years, mate. Ten years. Ten years for both of us. Ten years. All right, guys. Safe travels. Is this goodbye? <laughs> see you in a bit. as long as Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, Goodbye.